At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Party line presented by BetMGM. Dave Ross alongside Wes Reynolds here at South Point Casino in Las Vegas, Nevada. Wes, we're going to have the King of New York, Will Hill, join us later on this hour. A huge uh, win for the Metropolitans on Sunday. Come back, rain delay, and then yesterday lose to the Yankees. We'll find out uh, what the hangover effect is in New York, and I know he's got some plays on that game. Mm-hmm. And maybe even a future play. Yeah, he, he has a, a futures ticket that all of a sudden has very good equity uh-huh. at this standpoint. So we'll get to you that at the end of the hour. And we're also going to talk uh, all things NFL. I did want to just begin very quickly with something you and I were talking about before we came in. And you and I, well, I normally love to talk golf with you. And you're going to have long shots uh, coming up this week. You got the last FedEx Cup tournament, uh, the third of the three events coming up in Atlanta, Georgia, to cap off the PGA Tour golf season in earnest here this weekend, but big news, Will Zaltoris, who had a withdrawal after winning the first leg, mm-hmm. cannot now go not only in the uh, the final event here at the FedEx Cup, but also the President's Cup. So, yeah. so if you were going to play the Team USA against the President's Cup, we'll find out what those teams look like. Will Zalatoris will not be a part of this. Yeah, Zalatoris uh, withdrew on Saturday's third round, middle of the round, back bad. issue. Uh, 
you know, getting stretched and whatnot. Turns out he now has two herniated discs in his back. So he was number three coming into uh, this week at Eastlake for the Tour Championship in the FedEx Cup standing, so he would start at seven under par. But now withdrawing, also out for the President's Cup, as you mentioned. So Davis Love the third, uh, you know, RA6 guys put on that team, so he's going to have six captain's picks, I believe, two weeks from today mm. on September 7th. So uh, Zalatoris not being considered, so who does that open the door for? Maybe somebody like like a Scott Stallings or a Sahith Tagala. Those are kind of the guys because you would expect like Spieth and a couple of those other players to be picked as captain's picks. So Zalatoris now out for the President's Cup and for the FedEx Cup. Just a, it has moved that I don't know if it's a Zalatoris move that is predicated this numbers move, but Team USA was about four to one. Mm -hmm. And I'm seeing now it's been shortened a little bit about minus 330. Uh, that I'm seeing in some places. Well, and we also don't know what the international team no is going to look like because uh, the top two point getters on the international team right now that have locked in spots are Cameron Smith and oh. Hideki Matsuyama. Hmm. However, if they elect after the tour championship concludes on Monday that, you know, there's rumors that several people are going to announce that they are going to be moving to It's Lip coming Golf. next week. Yeah, so these are two of the prime rumored guys to be moving. So all of a sudden, that changes the international dynamic completely. It really does. So, again, before you lock in these numbers for the President's Cup uh, coming up next month in September, realize there are going to be some major moves coming mm -hmm. in the next week in the world of golf. And very quickly, it's just just throwing it out there because I, I did hear this on the Golf Channel yesterday, and it got me thinking, Wes, if we were commissioners, if we were Jay Monahan. I'm glad I'm not right now. But if we were co-commissioners, mm -hmm. would you not embrace a PGA Tour event against the Live Golf event? Because, look, we're talking about the President's Cup and the Ryder Cup next year. Those are major, major events. We kind of get us against the world, us against Europe, us being in the United States. Us against the Live Tour. Yeah, I it, think more people would be in, in, interested in that. If it were the fans and people like us, we'd be saying yes. But, obviously, there's a lot of moving parts, and then there's going to be – big-time corporate sponsors of these players like, eh, I don't know if I want to do this, and television <laughs> partners, and it's it's all the business people that ruin everything, Dave. It really does, because I think from a fan interest, there would it would be there. And, and again, if it's all about money, and that's why these people are going over to the Live Tour events, go ahead and throw some money in something like that and have those guys go at each other. That would not be manufactured. There's real dislike for the guys going over to the live tour from the PGA tour guys. So just throwing it out there. That'd be interesting. That's that uh, professional wrestling booker in me. We've there got is. some real heat. Let's exploit it. You don't need to fabricate it. It's their <laughs> world of golf. We're doing you a favor. Make it happen. Uh, it looks like Carolina is going to make Baker Mayfield happen here. He's going to be the starting quarterback. It's been announced. Uh, so he is going to get the nod over Sam Darnold. I think, don't think this is a surprise to you and I, or maybe anybody out there. Uh, but what do you make uh, of the Panthers now that this news is, in fact, final? Does it change your evaluation at all, knowing that Baker now? And, you know, we heard that I, I believe it was uh, Anderson, the wide receiver, who came over from the Jets with Darnold. Like, he was like, I, I don't want this guy to be my quarterback. Now he's like, oh, I love Baker's leadership. Right. Uh, do you buy the Baker leadership 2.0 out of Cleveland that maybe this really helps revive that Panther offense? I don't know if I buy it, but it's certainly what's going to happen. Kind of a, we've got kind of a funny scenario here in week one. The Cleveland Browns oh. are actually paying the Carolina Panthers starting quarterback more <laughs> than they're paying their own starting quarterback, which right now looks like it's going to be Jacoby Brissett, unless there's all of a sudden a late move for Jimmy Garoppolo. But I don't even know if doing that and committing that money, does he make you that much better than Jacoby Brissett makes right. you right now? And I'm not convinced of that. So you look, Carolina's one of those interesting teams because 
I think that they could be better than their win total. Just their defense, uh, you would think, is going to be pretty solid. All these first-rounders they have on that defense that they've drafted over the years, Brian Burns, Derek Brown, Shaq Thompson, yeah. J.C. Horn, C.J. Henderson, who they didn't draft, but they traded with Jacksonville, and he was like the number nine overall pick mm-hmm. in the draft one year. So Carolina was number two in the NFL last year in terms of yards allowed per game. So you know the defense has potential, but they always got put in jail because the offense just couldn't move the ball. And injuries. Yeah, whether it was Sam Darnold or whether it was Cam Newton, and then, of course, McCaffrey being out. That's the thing. McCaffrey hadn't stayed healthy the last two years. I think he's played, what, like 12 games? Right, not even a full season. Yeah. So. And, and Horn went out last year. Mm-hmm. When they Remember, they got off to that 3-0 start last year, Carolina did, and you thought, oh, wow, they've got something with all these young defenders that you mentioned. Christian McCaffrey was running hard. 3-0, everything looks good. Yeah. And then McCaffrey goes out. A lot of key defenders go out, and the bottom kind of falls out. So I look at the profile, and again, you mentioned that week one. Right now, I believe they're a one-point favorite now mm-hmm. over Cleveland with the news, obviously, that Sean Watson will not be playing for 11 weeks. I I wonder now, does that feel like the, the right side to be on in that revenge spot for Baker Mayfield? I don't know if there's a such thing as a right side here. I think it's all about a right number, and, mm. and everything, a lot of it is timing yeah. in terms of the market. This is a middler's paradise. If you got Carolina early, you know, back in May, plus four and a half, even three and a half, or even three or better, all of a sudden, now you can play it as a teaser and try to middle it like with the teaser. Because right now I'm seeing with Carolina up to one and a half. What does that do? That now puts Cleveland in Wong teaser territory, teasing through the three and the seven, Mm -hmm. those key numbers. So all of a sudden now you could perhaps have Carolina plus four and a half or three and a half if you took it early, which I know some of the sharper betters did. And you can get Cleveland plus seven and a half on a teaser. That's a big margin. That's a big fat, like 12 plus point middle there. So Right now, if I were to bet, and I don't have a ticket on this yet, but if I were to bet it right now, I'd try to find a dance partner of Cleveland and play seven and a half. I know Jacoby Brissett wasn't the Jacoby Brissett of of Indianapolis. At Miami, he obviously did not look very good, but maybe he's got a new lease on life. This is a Cleveland team that I think does have talent. They have a lot of, they'll be able to run the ball. They're one of the best rushing teams in the league, even though Nick Harris, their center now going to be out for the season. That's why Cleveland didn't make the playoffs. In my opinion, not necessarily the erratic quarterback play, but the fact that the offensive line, they're just dropping like flies. So you look, and now you're getting Cleveland perhaps on a six point teaser at seven and a half. That would be the way I would look to bet this game. But Carolina, look, last year they started hot. We were thinking, okay, yeah. maybe this is a team that could be, you know, one of the last teams Beat to make the, the wild card. Week yeah, one. they're three and zero. Yeah, to start good. the season. Then all of a sudden, in week thirteen, they are actually during oh, the boy. bye week, they fired the offensive coordinator mm-hmm. Joe Brady. They were three and zero, and then they finished two and twelve. And I know a lot of that was injuries and was bad quarterback play, but that team took such a nosedive that I think maybe some betters out there are probably questioning the team's toughness a little bit. You know, it's like when the, when it really got tough, you guys took a powder here. Yeah. So is Matt rule, the guy to kind of steady the ship? Cause Matt rule is definitely on the hot seat mm-hmm. down there in Charlotte because David Tepper, since he took over the team, a lot of losing down there in Charlotte and he didn't buy this team to have a losing team. So no. he will not be hesitant to off Matt rule and get somebody else. One thing I think you do a really good job, uh, Wes on the network, certainly you and I doing NFL games last year is you're talking about chasing numbers right now. The, the, the recreational wager was probably not even aware back in May. 
that you could have gotten the Panthers plus four and a half. Right. And now the Panthers, as you mentioned, with the, the Baker Mayfield news, obviously the Sean Watson news, a lot of things have happened since May to get to where the number is now with Carolina now favored by a point. But I think what you're doing, what you're advising is that's the way people can maximize mm-hmm. the line move if they didn't get involved in May. Yeah, sometimes right? we, we, we use the term right side, wrong side. There's right number. Every every side is. has a certain number that is takeable. You know, it's hard to say, hey, this team's unbettable. Obviously, you know, you're not wanting to lay Carolina as a favorite right now when you could have got them as four and a half point underdogs. I know news changed it and whatnot, mm-hmm. but yeah, you don't want to necessarily chase numbers this early in the season because a lot of the times we get our reads, even though our reads for the season on a team might be right. They're going to be wrong in week one. So, like, you know, you'll have, a, you'll have a team that everybody is high on in the offseason. They'll lay an egg in week one. It happens every single year. Mm-hmm. So, you never necessarily want to panic. You just want to get into the habit, I think, of taking good numbers. And, you know, laying one and a half now with Carolina, it, it's, it, that doesn't mean it won't cover or it won't win. But, just not getting but that's, the best a bad, the that's a bad practice right. when, you're, when you're laying six, the worst of it. And that is the point here is that I think West's education process there is stop take betting game. Even if you didn't know back then you couldn't gotten pan- Carolina plus four and a half, then you're not really taking it seriously. You've got to look at where the numbers have moved and realize that you're betting the worst of the number. If you and, bet Carolina, and now. especially this early in the season where there is a little bit more line variance. Look, uh, the guys behind the counter and the players are the same. And the fact that you're not 100% sure your numbers, these numbers are not going to be as tight right. early in the season that they're going to be like at the halfway point, but still you don't want to necessarily take the worst of it. So if I do get involved in this game, it's probably going to be Cleveland on a teaser. All right. So that is very good advice. But again, the news is official. It will be Baker Mayfield leading the charge for the Panthers against his former team, the Cleveland Browns. And yeah, what a, what an interesting point they're paying. The Browns are paying more to the starting quarterback for Carolina than they are to their own. Wow. When we come back, let's take a look back at week, preseason week number two. We'll get ahead of preseason game number three. Come on back. It's the Lombardi on these and these sports betting now. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. 
Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. It is time to download Nevada's premier sports betting app, BetMGM Sports. BetMGM is all of your favorite wagering options, along with in-game betting, boosted odds specials, and much, much more. Download the BetMGM app today or stop by any MGM casino on the Strip with your state-issued ID to open up an account and start placing sports bets from anywhere in Nevada. Whatever your sport, whatever your betting style, you're going to love BetMGM state-of-the-art technology and fan-friendly specials every day of the week. Visit BetMGM for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older and physically located in Nevada Please game responsibly. If you have a problem, call 1-800-522-4700. Back alongside Wes Reynolds, I am Dave Ross. We roll on on the Lombardi line here on a Tuesday. Breaking news out of the world of college football. Yeah, this from our buddy Brett McMurphy, and he is reporting that Nick Saban has agreed to an eight-year, $93.6 million Woo! extension that keeps him as the highest-paid college football coach in the country. So, Ballpark at about $11.5 million a year, so about a $2 million raise a year. Nick Saban, by the way, on Halloween of 2022, here in just a couple months from now, will turn 71 years old. So he is going to be, what, 78, 79 by the time this contract, if he indeed fulfills this contract to its duration. Uh, And look, uh, I mean, it's no surprise, Alabama. Look, seven national championships he has brought the University of Alabama, actually six, because one of them was at LSU. But, I mean, to to be 79 years old, and I think in his last year, I was looking at, at some of uh, yeah, I was looking at some of uh, Brett's tweets in terms of how he laid this out. 2029, because he gets annual increases apparently every year in this contract. 12.7 million dollars in 2029 when Nick Ooh. Saban will be 70 years of age. Or well, you know what they say. 70 is a new 40. Yes. That's what they say, I believe. Apparently I think- apparently it is, but look, he seems to be in good health. Yeah. He seems to be engaged, looks great. Uh, certainly has the fire based on what he said about Jimbo Fisher, his former uh, apprentice or liege or whatever, assistant, and saying, you know, that Texas A&M bought all their players. We wouldn't do that here at Alabama. Oh, no. I mean, we're clean and pure as the white-driven snow, but, but I digress. Uh, so Nick Saban certainly has the fire, and uh, we're going to see that fire here in a couple weeks. College football, oh, my. we get week zero, but week number one, uh, arguably the feature game on the college football calendar. Actually, it'll be week two because Alabama is going to get Utah State in the opener. By the way, Alabama, I believe, about a 38-and-a-half, 39-point <laughs> favorite over the Aggies in Tuscaloosa. Calm before the storm because then Nick Saban's going to get another former assistant, that being Steve Sarkeesian oh at the University of Texas. Uh, neutral side game, by the way. But Nick Saban, last couple times he's taken on assistants, lost to Jimbo he last did? year. That was the first one that he ever lost to an assistant and then went ahead and did it in the national championship game to Kirby Smart. So, you know, Alabama is being priced in the market like this is the Nick Saban revenge tour. And uh, 
Looks like the uh, the market is going to bear fruit on that pretty much on a weekly basis. It's got a very Wolf of Wall Street feel to it. Yes. I'm not beeping leaving, right? Like Nick, Nick, Nick Saban ain't going anywhere. You guys keep waiting for me to retire. Mm-hmm. I'm not leaving. And so when I go to talk to those kids and my assistants talk to those, Nick Saban's going to be standing right here at Tuscaloosa. We're still going to be the team to beat each and every year at least Theoretically, possibly for the next eight years. And look, he's at the point where it's not like it's a Bobby Bowden situation. When Bobby Bowden was at Florida State, and clearly as he got older, the program had slipped a little bit. He was a little bit that more of like a CEO case. coach. That's right. Standing on the scaffold with the little megaphone. Nick Saban is very much oh, no. engaged, even at t- about to turn 71 years old. So, you know. Can't disagree with uh, Roll Tide going ahead and extending him. It's like, who else are you going to get that's better right now? He's the Bill Belichick of college football. That is a, must have been a fascinating conversation. Like, Coach, so how long do you want this extension mm-hmm. for? Ah, how about eight years? Yeah. Coach, you do realize that, well, I guess you're Nick Saban, so it's age like, is just It's a like number. we got to gauge your interest. You have no interest in, like, running for governor, running for senator. No, I don't want to do that. I'm a ball coach, guys. And I think the tentacles there could be felt down there in Death Valley at Clemson because Dabo – Right, that's a that's a saving disciple. Mm-hmm. He, he has it, I believe, in his contract. The only job he could leave for is Alabama. Mm-hmm. Well, guess what? There's yeah, no you're job. You're gonna have to wait, buddy. It looks like you're staying down there and gonna go, run the rock. Go ahead, Nat. Maybe uh, you'll have an opportunity to try that NFL experiment, even though it didn't necessarily work for, well for the last guy that tried to do. No, that. it doesn't work very well for for a lot of those college coaches that try to go to the NFL. It looks like Nick Saban is not leaving anytime soon. Uh, let's go back to the NFL here. You look back at week, week uh, preseason week number two, rather. And you did see, and we talked about this last week too, that after week one, and if you include the Hall of Fame game, the over went over 14 of the 17 games in the Hall of Fame game in week one. Mm -hmm. And then it felt like a bit of the revenge of the unders in week number two of preseason. Do you tally that up to recency bias? People bet what they saw. Right. They bet up the number. Books obliged and said, fine, keep playing those overs. Mm -hmm. And we kind of felt like it, it came back to the pack here in week number two. Yeah, and and look, I think part of it was it was fourteen and three in week one plus the Hall of Fame game the week before. And look, you got to price it in because you you don't want to necessarily give cookies away and no. give away bad numbers, even though these are lower limits and less volume in the market in terms of just the amount of betters that are going to be in the preseason market. But you obviously taxed it in the opener, and some of them moved up and some of them moved down because everything in preseason is basically information based. Yep. So it's like, okay, who's going to be playing and whatnot. And last week, one of the things you did see were, I believe it was about half the league. I believe it was 16 of the 32 teams. They did those open joint practices and whatnot. So they decided that they were not going to, I think, do the dress rehearsal game because it's like, okay, do we want to do the dress rehearsal game? Even if we're running basic offense, not showing anything or basic defense, not really giving much away. But still, you can see another team's personnel because you're going against them two days or three days, and you're going to watch that film at night when you send the players home and see if you see anything. So it's like maybe it's a good idea not to do the dress rehearsal game when we've practiced against this team that we're playing two or three times before the actual game. Plus the fact that when you finally get to hit another guy in another Jersey gets a little chippy. Yep. So it's like, do I really want my first team quarterback out there when I know I've seen a guy on the other squad that's mm. been chippy and been in a couple fights already. And he's coming after my guy. Absolutely not. So you're seeing, I think this week, 
for most teams is going to be like the dress rehearsal week where you would think where the starters at least play a quarter or maybe play a half with obviously a few exceptions. I don't see somebody like Aaron Rodgers, even if he plays playing more than a series right. or anything like that. But most teams probably are going to play their first unit offense, their first unit defense, at least a quarter this week. Last week, eight and six to the over. So again, unders got back into the mix uh, in week number two after that 14 and three streak in, in week number one. You know, last week I looked at this at this time on a Tuesday and the lowest total on the board going into preseason week number two was 38 and a half. Mm -hmm. Most of the games were over 40. Right. This week, there's only four of the 14 games right now that are 40 or more. So you're seeing these numbers drift back down into the 30s for preseason week number three. I think to your point that they don't if, if you're going to show like Patrick Mahomes played into the second quarter last week for the Chiefs against Commanders. This week, you'd be really surprised. Maybe Tom Brady, and by the way, the highest total out there is the Buccaneers and the Colts because mm -hmm. maybe they are anticipating that that Brady, who is now back, yeah. officially could play. And the Colts' number ones, by the way, did not play at all last week against right. Detroit. So you're going to see Matt Ryan and the first-teamers, also the first-team defense playing. So that's another reason you've seen that go up. So that's why now it feels like, with the exception, and information is key, certainly in preseason uh, you get all that information in the in the regular season each and every week. In the preseason, it's kind of shrouded in secrecy. Who's going to play? Who's not going to play? That's why you're seeing some of these totals. Uh, only four of those, again, 40 or more for this final week of the NFL season. We saw down in Miami, high praise mm -hmm. for one Tua Tungavailoa. Now, if you've been following the kind of the Tua story, if you watch on social media a couple weeks ago, boy, that they'll show a pass and it goes viral and the Dolphins are back. Are you buying very quickly that has he looked good to you in preseason? What you've seen that you go, yeah, Tyreek Hill weapons on the outside. Maybe this Miami, Miami offense will be a little bit more explosive than people think. You know, I'm, I'm taking a cautious approach with Tua because, you know, he has looked good, but you don't necessarily want to go all in yet. He still has to prove it, I think, you know, but at least there's some optimism where it's not like I'm such a baby because the Dolphins make me cry, <laughs> to quote the great Darius Rucker. So, look, Mike McDaniel, I think – you know, a young coach, but pretty wise behind his years. He's been praising to him. Yeah. You know, this is my guy, man. I'm pumping him up. How good this guy can really be. You know, he's not being like Brian Flores where it's like, dude, if you, do, if you don't produce this play, I'm getting the quick hook and I'm replacing you and you're playing musical chairs. It's like, I'm going to stick with the guy. If he, if he makes a mistake, so, you know, if he screws up, I'm going to stick with him. And there are a lot of weapons around him, but Miami is one of those teams. We have 32 teams in the NFL and usually about, you know, maybe 40% of them, you're pretty sure, okay, they're going to be good. 40% of them, you're sure they're going to be bad. We have our read on every single team. Miami would fall in like that 20% for me where it's like, I don't know what to do with this team right now because this team, I think, has a, uh, a pretty high ceiling and a lot of potential, yeah. but this team has the potential to really disappoint too. So I got to wait and see a little bit on two. I'm not willing to buy him yet, but I'm not willing to sell him either. Six of eight, 73 yards in two drives against the Raiders. So that's why Mike McDaniel, the new head coach in Miami, was very high on his quarterback. And again, I, I think it's a happy medium. Okay, yes, I understand why the new coach is pumping up to us so much. The old coach might have been a little bit too tough on him. Maybe he can meet the middle there. You don't want to be looking your, over your shoulder every play. Right. Like it feels like he was with Brian Flores. But let's see how long the honeymoon last year with the new head coach and the QB. Speaking of uh, honeymoons, is that honeymoon period over with Aaron Rodgers and his young receivers in Green Bay? We'll discuss when you come back with us. Here in the morning line, I'm the Sports Betting Network.
The College Football Guide is out now, and the NFL Guide drops this Thursday. So start your football season off on the right foot with expert profiles of every team, including team trends, power ratings, and over-under recommendations, plus best bets on season win totals, divisional finishes, and player awards. Remember, remember, the only way to get access to this year's football betting guides is to become a VEASAN all-access subscriber. So sign up for our discounted football special and get all access to everything we do from now through the Super Bowl for only $175. Or you can save over 50% on the monthly price with an annual subscription and bet smarter all year long. Go to VEASAN.com slash subscribe for all of your options and become part of the Sports Betting Network. Back alongside Wes Reynolds, I am Dave Ross. Wes, you did yeoman's work on those guides, and certainly we're going to talk more about the NFL right now and the Green Bay Packers. Because I look at the pack, I cashed two tickets on them last year, over 11, an adjusted win total over 12. They got 13. That worked out just fine. Even with Aaron Rodgers not playing in a game against Kansas City. And by the way, I think he won the MVP the year he, the week he didn't play last year. Once they saw uh, that that Green Bay was getting shut out deep into the fourth quarter, Jordan Love did have a late touchdown. Got you in the back door because I think when and he was out, what that close like seven and a half, if and, I recall, and it got him to seven. Because yeah. Kansas City, they were having problems with their offense. That's when they were really struggling, mm-hmm. kind of in that rut. And it was thirteen to nothing, late touchdown. But yeah, it was kind of like okay, yeah, maybe he does mean a touchdown in the point spread at least. <laughs> so now you go get the profile this year, and I haven't played anything in the Packers. Because look at the total now. Now it's what's amazing to me. Last year was 11. Okay, with Devontae Adams. Mm-hmm. Now it's 11 and a half. Now again, plus money, bet MGM at plus a dollar ten. If they think they're going to be a 12 win football team again, but we know about the rookie receivers and Dobbs and, and Watkins. We haven't seen yet the second round pick so far. But Aaron Rodgers, who was very very tough on these guys about two weeks ago, if you heard things coming out of camp, like we got a lot of work to do, and these guys got to step up and. You know, they got to be ready to play, blah, blah, blah. Now, he's kind of changed the tune a little bit. He's walked it back, at least in the media. Right. And now he's like, you know, hey, like Dobbs, the standard is not the normal standard for a rookie. Like, he's mm-hmm. already raised that bar, right? Mm-hmm. We'll find out about the second-round pick once we, we get him in the regular season. But what do you make of Rodgers? Because to me, it does come down to 12 and trust. We knew he trusted 17. 17 is now in Las Vegas playing for the Raiders. So what about that trust factor? Do you trust Rodgers enough to trust the Packers long-term? I mean, I think you kind of have to just based on the track record. Now, to be in full disclosure, I did pick the Minnesota Vikings, and I also bet them to win the ah. NFC North at a little bit less than 3-1. to one. And it's not necessarily that I think the Packers are going to fall off a cliff. You, you kind of trust that Rodgers and LaFleur probably going to figure it out at some point. But I think maybe the reason why you're seeing that juice to the under is because we anticipate at least an improved Minnesota Vikings mm-hmm. team. They're about middle of the pack in terms of, of schedule strength. So it's not really an easy schedule, but it's not really an arduous schedule. And I think when you look just in a, in a macro sense, by default, they're still the team to beat defensively. The oh, defense, it's, all, it's always been the offense that's yes. kind of carried this team, but it's really the defense. Glad this you defense brought that up. is probably one of the better units in the league. So it's like maybe there's going to be a little bit of time for Aaron Rodgers and these guys to figure it out. If they get off to a sluggish start, let's say they're three and three through their first six games or something like that, or they're two and three through their first five. It's like, 
we're not going to push the panic button. We're going to be okay. Allows Rodgers to establish chemistry. And that's why I think a lot of people like Aaron Jones in terms of some of his player props, because it's like, okay, somebody's got to carry us like that first four to six weeks of the season. Even though you look at that schedule, relatively manageable, you got two tough road games in the first three at Minnesota and at Tampa Bay. So they could very well be one and two if New England coming in, but then you get New England, the Giants and the Jets coming in three straight home games. So you're like, okay, that might be the get right spot for Green Bay in the schedule. Uh, by the way, before we even continue on with this, uh, I believe this from uh, Bill Huber at, at SI, who uh, is the Packers beat writer, mentions that Matt LaFleur has now announced that most of the team starters are not going to play oh. against the Chiefs okay. here uh, for the preseason. The offensive line apparently is going to play, though. But a lot of the skill guys, Aaron Rodgers is not going to play. Poor Jordan Love. Yeah. He's got to play the Chiefs again. Yeah, exactly. Didn't work out well last year. Yeah, he's he's 1-0 covering against them, though. But uh, <laughs> uh, also Aaron Jones, you would think, is not going to play. Because if you remember back, I believe, the same date in 2015, Jordy Nelson tore his ACL in a mm-hmm. preseason game. We know what we were talking about at the beginning of the segment was this this is a young receiving core and with a couple guys that are near the end of their careers like a Randall Cobb. The receivers do need work, as Aaron Rodgers was talking about. So it's like, do I really want to get one of them hurt, especially one of these young guys that have bright futures like Christian Watson or Romeo Dobbs? Do I really want to get these guys hurt? So discretion's being the better part of valor for Matt LaFleur. I think that this is smart. So you're probably going to see throughout the day, even though Green Bay has moved into a little bit of the favorite role, you're probably going to see that kind of come back at least a little bit more to pick him, I would think, with this announcement that a lot of the starters not going. I'm not going to play that win total this year at 11 and a half because I think 11 feels like a, it's right about the right number for me. I'm glad you mentioned the defense. Jair Alexander being healthy this year, that's a top fight corner in the league. They're going to have a better pass rush, you would believe, this year. They look pretty good in the back four. Uh, that defense, it's not going to look the same for Aaron Rodgers without Devontae Adams this year. It might be more pedestrian. Those two backs that you mentioned, they can run the ball. They could actually play more conservative football with Aaron Rodgers this year and rely on that defense and the running game more as those young receivers get up to speed. They could be, to me, I would fade the Packers earlier in the season than I would later in the season. Mm -hmm. I do like the Vikings in this week one matchup uh, in the regular season. And I'll tell you this, Kirk, Kirk Cousins was pretty darn good last year. Now you look at Aaron Rodgers' numbers, and he was now the reigning defending two-time MVP. You know what his numbers were? 37 touchdowns, four picks, mm-hmm. a quarterback rating 111.9. That's really good. Yeah. That's your MVP. The other guy, Kirk Cousins, 33 touchdowns, seven picks, a rating of 103.1. Not too far off. Right. And, and you're also getting a, a more offensive-friendly staff, you would think, with Kevin O'Connell now as a head coach. Wes Phillips going to be the offensive coordinator. They come in uh, fresh off winning the Lombardi Trophy with the Los Angeles Rams. So, look, I know Kevin O'Connell's never called plays, right. but everybody's got to call their first game. So, you know, you got to think Kevin O'Connell as the head coach going to call that. Minnesota should be pretty good on offense. Can that defense – get Mm. off the field on third down, which they could not last year. And speaking of defense, just kind of going back to what we were talking about with Green Bay, Joe Barry, I think they took a a big step uh, behind him last year. They were ninth overall, 10th in pass defense, 11th in run defense, 14th in scoring defense. So upper half, upper third of the league pretty much in every single category. And you mentioned without Jair Alexander for most of the season. So 
They've drafted very well, if you look, and they add some young talent here to uh, Quay Walker, yet another one of the Georgia Bulldogs that got drafted uh, very high in the NFL draft. Uh, he looks like he might be starting at one of the inside linebacker positions. Devontae Wyatt, a- another first-rounder. So Green Bay has got a lot of young talent. Like, these are not a bunch of old guys. No. These are young guys kind of coming together in their prime. You mentioned Alexander and Rashawn Gary and Darnell Savage, Eric Stokes. So these are not guys that have like 10 or 12 years in the league that are kind of at the downside or the back nine of their careers. So I think Green Bay should very much at least be a top 10 defense again. Agreed. And I do understand your Vikings played almost three to one. I believe now about plus 250 to win the division uh, this year. If you like Minnesota here again, I'm just looking at Cousins numbers the first four years in Minnesota. I mean, his worst season was his first 30 touchdowns, 10 picks, mm-hmm. uh, a quarterback rating of 99.7. Uh, two years ago, 2020, 35 touchdowns, 13 picks, a rating of 105. Uh, 19, 2019, 26 touchdowns, six picks, 107.4. Cousins, who is a lightning rod around the league, his numbers stack up, but he hasn't translated to wins. So if you like the Vikings to have an improved defense, and really that's why Mike Zimmer is not there. He was supposed to be the defensive guru. They right. were uh, they were a sieve defensively last year. If the defense can get better, stop blaming KC8. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the, the offense does their job, I would say, to a degree. Now, can yeah. they be better? Yeah. 4,200 yards last year. Something, I saw Rich Gannon, a former MVP, he says he could throw for 5,000 in this new offense this year. So I think Green Bay will get pushed by Minnesota my question would be the Packers defense on paper is still better than the Vikings defense yes. on paper, even if the yeah. Minnesota offense can be equal to yeah. Aaron Rodgers. It's probably very good, too, for Minnesota to draw Green Bay in week number one. I think uh, what am I seeing in the market now about one and a half two, pretty much Green Bay across the board lane. Actually, it is there's more twos and two and a halves out there and there are one and a half. So look. Another game that's in teaser territory. We see a lot of these home dogs in week one. I believe we have 10 of them out of 16 games in week one. This is one that you got to think Minnesota is going to get teased through that three and seven up to like eight, eight Mm -hmm. and a half. And look, I kind of like them anyway, because the Packers, low hanging fruit, road favorite, still the team to beat. Is it a show them who's boss game? I think this is a nice early litmus test really for the Minnesota Vikings to say, okay, this is your chance to kind of say, we have arrived. We are going to challenge for this division. You're not going to run away with it like you do every year. We'll find out who the new Stark will be. Who's going to be the king of the North? Will it be the Packers or the Vikings? Game of Thrones reference. When we come back, Will Hill's going to join us, King of New York. Discuss a big ticket he has, and it looks better today than it did yesterday. Come on back. The Lombardi line. I'm Beeson, the Sports Betting Network. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. 
This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think you could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Attention, BetMGM customers. Do you have a friend who loves sports as much as you do? Well, here's a chance for both of you to earn a $50 bonus when they sign up through BetMGM's Refer a Friend program. Just sign into your BetMGM account, click on the Refer a Friend program to send your friend a message inviting him to register at a new account in the same state that you use BetMGM in. Once your friend signs up and makes a deposit, they're going to receive a $50 bonus. And once your friend places a bet with their bonus and the wager is settled, you're going to receive a $50 bonus as well. So share the excitement at BetMGM and get a $50 bonus. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued is non-withdrawable free bets or site credit. Site credit expires in 30 days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Mississippi and Nevada. Back alongside Wes Reynolds, I'm Dave Ross. We continue the Lombardi line here on a Tuesday. And the king of New York, Will Hill, is going to join us now. It does every Tuesday. Of course, does a great job with the New York City cast here on VEASAN. Has got a very interesting wager. And, Will, I want to know, one, when you made your futures wager on the Brooklyn Nets to win the NBA title in this upcoming season. And, two, I think what we're learning from the Kevin Durant story is Sometimes if you ignore the people that yell the loudest, eventually they're going to calm down. Tell us what your wager is on the Nets with this big news today that it looks like peace, love, and harmony has come to Brooklyn with Kevin Durant. Boy, it's just so funny about the Nets because they're such a big story nationally, but locally here in the Northeast, nobody cares. They have no fans. But from a betting standpoint, this is interesting. And this isn't past posting. This isn't saying I told you so after the fact. I went on the air and said he was seven to one to stay with the Nets. He was the Nets were 50 to one at some books to win the title. And when he made that trade request fourth of July weekend, 
like everybody else, I said, you know what, let's, let's look around, let's see what makes sense. And the way you circle the league and just the different packages, nothing really made sense. You look for 25 and in, in under players, 25 and younger that could match with Durant. Nobody seemed to want to give up. Even Scotty Barnes held the Grizzlies yesterday said, Hey, we're interested, but we're not going to give you Desmond Bain. Uh, <laughs> couple that with the fact that he's 33, he's under a four-year contract. The nets don't have any of their picks. So you can't just do a full rebuild. Durant didn't have any leverage here. You know, usually these guys, when they ask their way out, it's Anthony Davis, they're 25, they're 26. They have a year left on the deal. It's Hey, trade for me now, or else you're getting nothing for me in a year. If you don't trade me now and I'll just walk in free agency. This wasn't that case. Durant's 33. He's essentially under a lifetime contract here. Uh, so I just thought that he was going to stay the whole time. It's now down to seven to one. Obviously that's not bettable. That's probably uh, them being overvalued like they were all of last year. I think if you're looking for a betting angle here, maybe Nash 25 to one or so coach of the year, the narrative that he held wow. us all together. He was almost fired. Usually the coach of the year is a top two or three seed. The Nets, look, if, if they can get Simmons back healthy, which I know is tricky to count on, it's tricky to count on Kyrie, Durant's missed games, there's certainly a path where this goes wrong. But if you look at that roster, TJ Warren, O'Neal, Curry, uh, that's a really good team. There's a reason they were the you know short shot to win the title last year. This is still a really good team. It's not impossible the Nets win you know, 56, 57 games. Nash and the Nets get a one or a two seed. And Nash has the uh, the narrative here where he held it all together and he wins coach of the year. So obviously you missed the better numbers on the Nets. Maybe Nash coach of the, the year is the only you know sort of betting avenue from this point forward. No, I think that's a good call, Will, because if you look with the Nets, obviously they disappointed last year, but it's like, they never have really had a full year where they really gave this a chance, okay? Because obviously everything that went on with Kyrie, with, with you know, not having the vaccine and whatnot, so he wasn't available. So they've never really had this team play together for a season. And it's like, I feel like you got to give it at least one year before you totally blow it up. So a uh, uh, good spot by Will there getting that price. And it was 50 to one uh, for a couple weeks because we talked about it ad nauseum on the air when it seemed like it was a foregone conclusion that Durant was going to get traded. And, you know, this is the Lombardi line, and, and Michael talks about it all the time on this program. Sometimes as an executive, you can say no. Yes. It, it, the players do not necessarily get to pick and choose yeah. who they want to play for. He said, trade me. They said, no. He said, well, why don't you fire uh, uh, Sean Marks they and Steve no. Nash, GM and coach? They said, no. no. And he's like, okay, let's run it back. <laughs> there you go. So hey, sometimes it's the old blue chips thing where, where uh, Penny Hardaway <laughs> goes into the office, Butch McCray, and says, hey, if I transfer, does my mom lose her house? Then he calls the uh, the guy happy, the friend of the program. He says, better be at practice on Monday. I mean, the Nets <laughs> looked at him and said, hey, you better be at practice. Yes. There you go. So this is all you got to do sometimes. The just best players that money can buy. What do we yeah. give them? Have a car? We give them, give them a house. Tractor. We bought them a tractor. Bought them a tractor. <laughs> Ricky Rowe, Matt Fence. Nover, Indiana Fence. University legend. People need to go back and watch that because now with, with NIL in college. They were NIL before NIL was cool, apparently. Absolutely they were. All right, Will, let's get back to the Major League Baseball slate that we have on, on the docket today. And Look, I thought maybe Sunday was the best win of the year for the Mets. They come back and get that thrilling win against Philadelphia. Then they lose yesterday with Max Scherzer on the mound. Aaron Judge goes yard. And then the news that Jacob deGrom is not going to go today. And I'm going to put Taiwan Walker out there in the mound for the Metropolitans against the Yankees. Uh, what do you make of this uh, Subway Series here, part two today in the boogie down? Yeah, I've been betting on the Mets a lot this year. I've been betting against the Yankees a lot recently, but I was actually one of the people that was on the Yankees last night. I just thought that was an overreaction to how poorly they've been playing. 
I'm going to bet the Yankees again. If you look at Walker's underlying stats, I mean, he should really have an ERA that's north of five. He gets hit pretty hard. He, he's got a way here of, you know, working out of these jams, similar to Carrasco, where the, the ERA, the traditional stats don't look as bad as some of the uh, more underlying metrics. But to me, Montas, he's better than he's looked. He's been a disaster for the Yankees. And when you couple that with the fact that Montgomery has basically, you know, gone to St. Louis and been prime Randy Johnson, 26 innings, one run, <laughs> one hit shutout last night. Even JP Sears, who they gave up for Montas, has been really good. And Montas has been bad, but he's better than he's shown. He's a good ground ball strikeout guy. I just got a uh, feeling that he's got a good game in him here. Uh, I do like the Yankees at this short price. So I'm going to take the Yankees. Boy, the Mets just can't seem to, to shake the Braves. Every time the Braves get close, the Mets pull away. When the Mets pull away, the Braves sort of inch their way back. <laughs> it's kind of been this song and dance here. So I think the Mets are still in good shape overall. I'd be a little concerned. Scherzer has not missed a ton of bats lately. Only three strikeouts last night. They've been getting the barrel on the, the of the bat on him a lot lately. You know, Atlanta hit him last week. Philly hit him a couple starts ago. He's still really good, but a guy in his late thirties, you'd be a little concerned that he's you know, losing velocity, not missing as many bats, but uh, I do like the Yankees here tonight. And we talk about that Montgomery trade too. Of course, Harrison Bader has yet to suit up for the New Where York Yankees. So, uh, you know, these trades uh, haven't worked out yet, but maybe Frankie Montas can get it turned around tonight in the Bronx. By the way, Aaron Judge, another home run last yeah. night as he uh, extends his lead, at least in the odds board for the MVP. But, uh, Will, one team that we thought was kind of figuring it out as they got a few games over 500 were the Chicago White Sox. Now they're kind of back to <laughs> just being two over 500. It's going to be Dylan Seas, who's been their best guy this year. He is going against the Orioles. Who would have thought the Orioles, you know, right in the mix for the wild card, 62 and 60, especially after that Mancini trade. It's like, are they giving up? Well, apparently the rest of the team has not given up, but uh, we do have the White Sox on the mound. Dylan Seas, 209 ERA. Strikeouts about 12 per nine innings. You're going to go with the road favorite tonight. Yeah. I mean, people say you can't figure out the white Sox. I think you can figure out the white Sox. They're just a very you know, inconsistent, consistently inconsistent <laughs> team. They're just all over the place, uh, but they're pretty good when Cease pitches. Cease has been incredible. He's going to finish, you know, top three or four in terms of the Cy Young, if not higher. I thought, uh, you know, last week against Houston, he had a bad start. So that maybe took him, takes him out of the running to actually win it. But to me, uh, this is a pitching mismatch. Both is actually pitched pretty well for Baltimore. He was a disaster pretty much his whole career with the Nationals. I guess the National, uh, the uh, the Orioles have messed with his usage, having him throw some different pitches, some different grips. So he's actually pitched pretty well. But to me, this is still a pitching mismatch here in favor of Chicago. All right, talking to Will Hill. Follow him on Twitter at not the Will Hill. Uh, very quickly, you mentioned the Metropolitans always looking in the rearview and seeing the Atlanta Braves. You're on the Yankees today. What about Max Fried and the Braves as they go to Pittsburgh to take on the Pirates? Is this is this league going to be two when I wake up tomorrow? I'm afraid there's a possibility. I think if you're a Met fan, you would love you'd sign right now for it to just be three this time tomorrow because I do think the Mets are, the uh, the Braves are going to beat the Pirates. I still need somebody to investigate this Brave schedule because every time <laughs> I look up, they're playing the Marlins, the Pirates, the Reds, the Nationals. There's no way this is a fair schedule. Although they did just beat Houston two out of three, but to me, this is a mismatch. Uh, you have to lay one and a half if, unless you want to lay the 260. I, I will lay the one and a half minus it was dollar 45, a dollar 50 ish. Uh, to me, this is just, again, a piss, pitching mismatch here with brew Baker going against freed who look, if Alcantara falls off here, Freed could sneak up and sneak the, and, you know, steal the Cy young award. It's not impossible, 
he's still got a quarter of the season left, but to me, this is a mismatch. I like Atlanta here, minus the one and a half. Will, about 30 seconds left. Uh, college football, week zero, starts on Saturday, and you're going to go over to the Dublin for the Big Ten matchup between Northwestern and Nebraska, all the way up to 13 now on the Purple Cats, and you like the underdog with Pat Fitzgerald. Yeah, I just feel like week one, we don't always know as much as we think about these teams. 13's a big number. Northwestern's a scrappy program, a scrappy team. You never really trust Nebraska. To me, this is just too big of a number. Uh, I like Nebraska, uh, Northwestern here getting the plus 13. I got to wrap it up, Will, but very quickly, we got to see you here at South Point. How was the rest of your week in Vegas? A lot of fun. It was good to meet you guys. Thank you guys for having me. It was uh, it was a lot of fun to see the studio and to meet everybody. It's great to see you out of New York back here in Las Vegas. There he is, everybody. Check him out on Twitter at NotTheWillHill. Talk more NFL and you come back with us right here on the Lombardi Line on Visa, the Sports Betting Network. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. The wait is almost over. Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Every rivalry, every rematch, every rookie debut, every game revealed. The 2024 NFL schedule release presented by Verizon coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2 and streaming on NFL+. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Visit NFL.com slash schedule release to learn more. Good sleep should come naturally, and with the new Natural Hybrid mattress, it can. A collaboration between Lisa and West Elm, the Natural Hybrid is expertly crafted from natural latex, natural wool, and certified safe foams to elevate your sleep sanctuary and support a greener tomorrow. Plus, every purchase helps fuel Lisa's work with shelters and those in need. Don't put off a good night's sleep any longer. Get a Lisa mattress today for a sound sleep tonight. Visit lisa.com slash iHeart. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com slash iHeart.